We want this and that. We demand a share in that and most of that, some of this and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on and I walked out the front and... Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Willie, welcome back. We're back. Doing undertime again. It's been a long time between Chardonnays. It has been, mate. Been far too long. How are you, pal? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's never seen it so busy here in the corner store. It's very busy today. So yeah. we'll, we either we'll be shouting or other people will be shouting and babies crying. Babies crying. You know, sneezing all over us. Yes. Yep. Well, skitting everywhere. <laughs> you know what wains are like. It's funny because we we did turn up here myself and Willie and they booked us a nice little booth right next to 500 screaming babies. They had, yeah. Which uh, was uh, not the healthiest place to be at the moment. No, I actually thought it was the fan club had turned up, you know. <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> Mate, it's been three months, you know that? Three months, three since, months we, since we uh, did yeah, one. I, I saw this disease it's, everywhere, you oh, know. It's terrible, isn't it? If it isn't a COVID, it's, it's the flu. Monkeypox. Monkeypox, yeah. <laughs> Coupox. Coupox. That'll be next, won't it? That'll be, That'll next, be next, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't go to my work today. I've got a, I've got a big coupat. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck to my forehead. <laughs> no good. Yes. So what have you been up to, mate? It's, what have uh, I been up to? Well, you know, just generally struggling through life, you know, as as, as it were, so to speak, to quiet. Drinking a lot of really nice whiskies. As opposed to what? As opposed to... Drinking really, lots of really nice, nice whiskies. whiskies. Yeah, yeah well so. <laughs> but um, you know, I opened one uh, just just a few weeks ago. It was my son's birthday, and mm-hmm. he was uh, Sean, and he was uh, 30, 32. And uh, I had a thirty-two-year-old whiskey in the house. So did see that picture. So we opened that. God, it was it was fucking nice. rotten. Terrible. No, it was, <laughs> it was good. Just for people out there, you know, we do curse, we swear, we. It's just there's. None of the restraints of radio. Well, we've got a lady present today, so you better behave yourself. No, that's no way to speak about Anthony McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Anthony got, O'Neill, even. We've got Anthony two very McMahon. special guests, and we've got to share one mic with them because I wasn't organised today. I didn't bring no. another mic. Well, that's only because I told you. Five minutes before I got here. No, yes. a good hour. No, not true. Not true <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, yes. and, what, and what have you been up to? Well, I've been on my travels, as, oh, you, uh, have? as yeah. you might have noticed. Yes, busy. Uh, busy with work, which is good. Um, right. I was in, I was on the road for about two and a half weeks. I okay. was in Perth, in Western Australia. Right. First time I've been there, which was really nice. Beautiful weather. It's, it's a wonderful city. Oh, it's fantastic. City. I use that word loosely. It's a town. It's large town. I'll tell you what the best thing about it, apart from the weather, because it was 26, 28 degrees every day, beautiful sunshine, and of course it's been pissing rain everywhere else in Australia. Uh, but um, uh, the, the roads, the infrastructure is massive. So there's there's no cars on the road. That's what it feels like. No, but like. it's for all the big mining trucks and stuff. Where do you think all the money comes from? Yeah, but it's brilliant. It's, oh, like, it's good, huh? You know, you, you, twenty miles to do, miles. Listen to me. Twenty miles in Sydney take about two hours, right? right. Twenty miles in uh, Perth takes you twenty minutes. Right. It's brilliant. That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of music and arts in uh, Western Australia. Well, I was yeah. too busy to enjoy the surroundings I was in, but uh, right, apart so from being a nice pub, hotel. What pub was that then? Well, the pub, the hotel bar, basically. That's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I did As that. I was, there for, I was there for a good week. 
and then I went to Sydney, New South Wales, and I went to Queensland. Right. And Mrs. Where Mitch, it rained. Where, uh, it just rained. That's all yeah. it did. It rained and it rained and it rained. Uh, aren't they having a shocking time with? It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's like know, a floods. Light. It's like biblical level floods. I know. I was actually very lucky because most of my work is done outdoors. Aye. Um, so I didn't get in any flood situations. I didn't actually. When I'm on site, I do have to do a bit of walking round. Right. I managed to do it in between breaks in the rain, so okay. I was very lucky. But so, so you do pole dancing outdoors? Exactly. That <laughs> That's what I do. Yep. You can often see me stripping by the side of a motorway <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> in a uh, coup field somewhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my best not to get cowpox. <laughs> monkeypox. Yeah. Monkeypox. That's, that's a great word, isn't it? What we're going to call this one? Let's call it monkeypox. Well, Brilliant. I did comfy monkeys. Uh, well, so did everyone else, didn't it? Apparently, AIDS came from monkeys, and did it? you know. Well, yeah. I think they said COVID came from bats. Uh, Pe- or people eating bats. Uh, monkeys eating bats. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what up? Listen, it's been. Uh, We've got an anniversary coming up. Do you know, we started doing this podcast almost exactly two years ago. Did we? And we've... Well, we're, do you know how many episodes? Seven. <laughs> That's true as well. It's, That's it's it. the slackest podcast on the planet. It is. Well, we, we all fought just, off a, a world pandemic, do we have, it, to be yeah, fair? Yeah. <laughs> we, we should call it the, the slack cast. <laughs> Sometimes doing under... Doing under-ish. <laughs> I don't know what we should call it. I know. Well, this is anyway. episode eleven, and thanks to all, all all the two listeners that listen, it's uh, it's great to, yeah, to, it's a big to shout notice out to the fan club. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and the next meeting will be in a phone box somewhere, no <laughs> doubt. And we're Actually, all good that's together. That's not true. There's a lot of people listen to it. There is. Well, there, there you is, go. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what happens when uh, you don't talk for a while, and you get on airplanes full of people with nasty diseases. Nasty diseases, exactly. Yeah. So listen, coming up. Um, the National Celtic Festival. That's it. Next weekend. Next weekend. Which 10th is, yeah, to which the is, 13th of June. Yep. Which is kind of the last festival of the season, I guess, isn't it? Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Or is it the first? You could call it the first. Can like, you? Well, you could call it the first. <laughs> it's one of the best. Well, you guys are always, uh, and you're quite heavily involved in that as well. Well, you- Claymore um, always play there, and your special day usually falls. Uh, on that time, is it this year though? Is it, it is. Is well, it going uh, to be there? But, well, you don't have to give your birthday away, but no, no. Even f- though it comes up on Facebook for the entire world to see it. No, year. I do not. <laughs> I don't put my fucking birthday on Facebook. <laughs> Other people do. <laughs> I don't want people to know I'm in my mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be right. Yeah. Yes. It's strange, isn't it? Because 20 years ago, people say, "Never tell anybody your date of birth." Yeah. Now everybody tells everybody. Everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Inside everything. leg measurement. Yep. You know, why fronts or boxers? That's it. <laughs> Single, married, indifferent, him, her, they, them. Everybody wants to know everything, doesn't That's they? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. Now, I did say we've got, special, we've got special guests today, but we're going to be sharing the mic. Yeah. Um, why don't you introduce our guests? Well, it's because we're coming up to the National Celtic exactly. Festival weekend next weekend in Port Arlington. We just thought we would uh, have a wee chat about that a bit, and uh, we're very lucky to have two of the wonderful people from Searsha. Excellent. We've got uh, Anthony O'Neill and Bernadette O'Neill, and um, it's going to be lovely to have a wee chat with them. So, it is. Uh, Welcome. Well, good, good to see afternoon. you, Bernadette. Good to yes, see you, Anthony. Bernadette, you good know. afternoon, Willie. And uh, here he comes. 
I'll just have to lean into the microphone. That's my hello and goodbye, and I'm just listening yeah. to all this stuff. And God bless all the listeners. <laughs> the, the, Some of listeners. you might have detected from Tony's dulcet tones. He's he's feeling a little. He is. He's uh, in recovery mode. He's in recovery say. mode, and he said, "I'm sure when I call, when I sent a message to to Bernie this morning and said, do you fancy coming on the podcast?" She just went, "Yes." Told Tony's went off. Oh no! Leave me alone. (laughs) You just you go. I'll be fine here myself. You know. No, he was actually very enthusiastic, but he said, "I won't talk very much." He said because I don't know how coherent I will be, and that's totally understood. And I've got the radio voice. I believe you have. And Benedict, I'll just get you to pull that mic towards you on the table there. I've set it up very poorly for you. Thank you very much. Is that better? Oh yes, I can hear that myself. That's better. There you go. Lovely. Yep. So now. I haven't seen you guys for an entire pandemic, I, I guess. know, I know. I was, when you were saying about the podcast there, because I've listened to a couple of the podcasts, and every so often... A couple? Was you, was it? Well, it's come up on my Facebook, and I'm like, oh, there's another one, and then there's yeah. nothing for a while. So, of course, the pandemic has impacted on everybody on every level, and Absolutely. I think specifically on working musicians, musicians yep. who are Absolutely. depending on, on, on music, you know, live gigs for, for an income, yep. um, not so much for people who stream and digital and that sort of thing, but definitely music like ourselves who yeah. go to festivals and, you know, events and gigs, gigs. That's, that's what we, that's, that's our thing. So it's absolutely fantastic to have um, a little bit more confidence in feeling that we're able to go out and actually perform at festivals and that the festivals have got the confidence to book. They won't cancel as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. because for the last couple of years, you know, a couple of times the, the National has got to the precipice and then it's Nearly. being pulled yeah. away. And yeah. that's happened with most of the other festivals within Australia. So we, like all the other musicians, are just busting our, you know, to get out there and do some music. We had a great little gig last night. That's why Anthony's feeling a little bit sore this morning with the <laughs> fantastic Pete Dennehy, who's a uh, Australian country music star. And, and, and it was a wonderful event. And every Every person, as they were leaving, you know, they were, that's what they were saying to me. It's just so great to be, to be able to sit and listen and appreciate live sure. music. You know, not yeah. a CD, not music in your car, but that yeah. interaction or that that uh, connection that you get with the artist when they're absolutely you know, when they're and on stage. you know, and Pete is such a funny guy too. It's, uh, he was absolutely hilarious last night, and yeah. most of the people that were there last night had never even heard of Pete Dennehy before. So he has got. A whole new audience. You know, they're all Searsha. They've come, you know, because they love Searsha. But they yep. also know that when they come to our concerts, we do a, a, a little concert, Home Sweet Home production. So we we have and we invite artists to come along. Yep. The people come because they know that they're going to get quality music every time they and or quality entertainment. You know, we had we've had some lovely guests. We've had beautiful Mandy Connell. We've had Pete Titchener from South Australia. Yep. You know, Rose Bygraves. We've Eric had Bogle. some lovely Eric, Eric Bogle. Bogle. Sasta. Ne- never Sasta. had Claymore. Uh, not Sasta. Yeah. yeah, we had Sasta there. We had Sasta Never there. Never had Claymore. <laughs> Claymore. Just, uh, are, listen, if we had Claymore, my neighbours would be. <laughs> their house concerts, you know. it's, a, it's a big setting, but they're not that big. Not quite. <laughs> Never we're we're not quite big enough for Claymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm talking to get Willie's ego through the door. That's, you know, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not, not, not even being funny, but we have often said this. We would absolutely love to do a very stripped-back acoustic Willie with, with, with Claymore if he wants. Yep. Every know. time I'm in the shower, it's a stripped-back <laughs> acoustic Willie. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's what I meant. I'll get used to the buttons again. Get used to the buttons again. We've had every sound effect bar the correct the one. The correct one, right. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, an acoustic, acoustic, acoustic Claymore would be lovely. Yeah, no. We but could, I couldn't we... do Mick. I mean, no, I could no. do Mick with a cajon. Yeah, oh, no, a... I have to be very careful what I'm saying here. <laughs> I yeah, yeah I've, I've often grabbed Mick by the cajon. Yeah. <laughs> And when I grab the two of them, it's the cojones. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Yes. Well, look, I, I, some of you might not realise, actually, that not only is Bernie an incredible musician, a marvellous artist, she's my hairdresser. And a hairdresser. <laughs> well, on the side. On the side. So yeah. uh, all that f- hair flicking and... You know, every time Willie flicks his hair, I go. My salon is called the Golden Mirror. I go Golden yep. Mirror, Golden Mirror. <laughs> I bet he's never let you cut more than about three millimeters off that, is he? That's secret uh, hairdressers. What stays That's in the salon happens uh, in the salon. What happens in the chair stays in the chair. That's right. But I can say that his lovely, beautiful wife Catherine, she has more cut off her hair than the three other Huttons put together <laughs> yes. in one haircut in a year. <laughs> That's a lot of shampoo in that house, isn't it? There there must be. That's an awful lot of shampoo. <laughs> you know. That's why I tend not. I tend not to shampoo my hair month to month. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's more often than you change your socks then. Well, <laughs> did you? See, I, I put a wee post on Facebook the other night. My my foot massager, the whole world's went mad. No, about I my, oh, no, I did see that. My, that hot bead, lights? my hot bead foot massager. Is that what it is? It heats yeah, up. Does it, it heats up, and the little beads massager so I don't know what it is, but as soon as the cold weather comes in. Every joint on my body. Yeah, it's, called, it's called getting old. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Yeah. I'm talking from experience. Right. Aches. You know, I'm looking at Tony and he's looking if he's aching. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's aching all over. <laughs> so, for those who are unaware, Steve Shell, let's uh, give you his. Four-piece Celtic. Uh, how would you describe? We, yeah, well, well, you know, we, we are. We like to say that we are a Celtic slash traditional yep. band. Um, you know, we also now lately have been. We've been writing a lot of stuff, so we are a lot of originals in there as Excellent. well. Excellent. Um, uh, and our originals tend to be. You know, they come from. Sheila's a prolific songwriter. Sheila Coleman. Sheila yep. Neal is a prolific songwriter. Has been for years and years and years. But you know, whereas I, I'm a prophylactic songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, thank you, William. Uh, so um, you know, out of twenty songs, she might have one. You know, whereas I just, I, 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 I wait for the right song, and then so I'm not. I don't write many songs, but they're generally they've made it. Yep. All the songs I've written have made it to the albums that Excellent. we've produced over the last couple of years. Um, so we're, we're looking forward to been working on a lot of new stuff, and we're actually working on a concept concert. Um, I had this idea of um, uh, Into the North, because I'm from Northern Ireland, and yep. I thought we could travel the six counties of the North of Ireland and sing a song from each of the counties, or a song or two or a tune. Yep. The tunes would either be, they would have to be very relevant to that area and and preferably written by someone from that area so that we could keep it as authentic as possible. So we're we're working on putting a little little concert concept show together. That sounds great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because when you go to festivals, often that's what they're looking for. They're looking for something a little bit different. Yeah, they've seen you do a concert style show, but if you've got something a little bit more of a story to it, often that's a a good sell. Absolutely, because we've been working on a a concept show as well what the concept is we we tune up 
Or you write a set list. <laughs> really, really, never no, never it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No. No. No, we like to. Actually, we're doing an acoustic set at Port Arlington uh, next weekend. Uh, Unplugged Claymore. Ah, right. No, we'll get back to the Celtic. So, website still going? www.searsha.com.au right, right. You right. can get all the details for Searsha's upcoming gigs and have a look and have a listen um, and get a little bit of your Celtic on. Correct. And for those who don't speak the, the Gale, S-A-O-I-R-S-E. Perfect. Thank there you. you. Well done, Neil. I'm speaking right. to the first two people I ever interviewed for my old, old radio show. Right. You were first and you were second. That's oh, right. Wow. How long ago was that, Neil? You know, I should know because I was looking the other day. I think it was 2000, uh, maybe 12? I was going to say 2012. 2012 bottles of wine ago. <laughs> oh, it, can't be, it can't be 10 years. It's, it's probably about eight, it's eight or nine well, years. I, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, 2013, okay. let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah, was, uh, what, what was it called again? It was. Uh, well, it started off as the Scozzy yeah, Celtic yeah, music yeah, show, yeah, wasn't that's it? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then it became Scozzy, I think, and then yeah. it became the New Horizon. Yeah. yeah it's, it just went through a few. I did about. I did a, I did a year of shows throughout COVID actually, but it was mostly it wasn't me really saying much. It was just playing Play. Australian music. That's right. Okay. New Australian music. Right. So um, anyway, I, dig- I digress. So National Celtic Festival. Don't I digest? <laughs> <laughs> um, Port Arlington is yeah. the venue. If anybody, there's still some tickets left. Yeah, there are. Right? They're selling really well, which is great. You know, it's excellent. But, but there's always room for more. Exactly. We'll so uh, yeah, grab your tickets. You can jump uh, online at the National Celtic Festival.com and grab tickets to the festival. And Sears will be there. And Pete Dennehy will be there. And yep. the Plough Claymore Boys, Claimer will be there. Rich Davies in the low road. A whole it's a good lineup. And aside from the wonderful uh, musical aspect, it's a truly terrific festival because they've got lots happening around. There's a they great do. market, and there's you know there's music happening on the street, and you know so it really has that festival feel about it. Yeah, got the it's heel, a beautiful place. The Heel and Coos are coming. Are the Heel and Coos. They are, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's very difficult to tell the difference. Between yeah. a heel and coo and, and a bagpipe, a and a badly bagpipe. tuned bagpipe. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, uh, and and you just had a, an art exhibition recently as well, didn't I you? I did, I did. I know yeah. you. Were, I know you joked about it before, but in, uh, through the pandemic, of course, I am a hairdresser. That's my trade. Um, uh, and uh, through the pandemic, I had to shut my business down. Oh, of course, yeah. One of those yep. businesses that had to close down. So I am a kind of high energy type person. Uh, I took up walking um, as one of my things to do through the pandemic. Well done. So I completed 20 walking challenges, a total of 10,000 kilometres. Wow, uh, good God. And I lost 12 kilos doing it, William and Anthony. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, so that was one of the projects that I had through oh. the pandemic. So that was a several years ago, a bit of a cut, was it, Willie? Sorry. Several years ago, <laughs> we were bequeathed some old fiddles and we saw something beautiful online, a guitar, actually. It was a painted guitar online. And Anthony jokingly said to me, you could probably do that. So that started a little, a little um, round of fiddle painting. So I paint, yep. and I started just painting Celtic designs on fiddles. Yep. Um, and then over the years, I had a few people ask if I might be able to do them for them. And then I was 
you know, running out of fiddles to paint, so I, I, I managed to get some, I sourced some fiddles in China. Oh, and, China. Um, China. And uh, then, um, so then I, so I, I bought a hundred raw fiddles. So You're I thought, right. right, I'm gonna get stuck into this. Of course, then the pandemic arrived, I thought, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to paint myself some fiddles. So I painted quite a number of fiddles, and in April of this year, I had my first hand-painted fiddle exhibition. It was called 50 Shades of Fiddles. Yes. Because I had 50 fiddles. Or so, fiddle uh, in know. a boot. <laughs> <laughs> fiddle in a boot, fiddle in a fondue, uh, you know. So, um, which was absolutely wonderful because it was a great way to sort of, um, uh, it was a celebration of the work that I felt that I had achieved, what I had achieved through the pandemic. Yep. Got it out there, had a terrific exhibition. The lovely Searsha, my band, came and played um, uh, over the weekend for me, which was lovely. and. Huge support from my locals and, and extended uh, people who love painted fiddles. And I do believe that the lovely Steve and Anne have one of mine. They do, I've, I've seen yeah. it. I've, seen, I've, got, I've, I've got seen one. all your fiddles. William has one, yes. I've got yes, one yes. of the first ones. You did, you did yeah. indeed. Yes, yes. So I moved away from, uh, originally I was just doing Celtic designs, but yeah. then over the years, of course, I've developed it. So Willie got a Scottish one, and the guys from the Blues and Roots got one that was actually that's the a Blues and Roots, really, the that's Blues right. and Roots yeah, uh, logo. Yeah. Um, and, and I suppose my artistic creativity has developed a little bit more I've, I've got more now that are I've got Mandela and I've got Moroccan and I've also done a few that are like an homage to I've got an homage to Klimt which is the kiss you know that beautiful Klimt painting right. on the back of a fiddle uh, Neil's looking for no. those listening Neil's looking completely it's not my friend neither is creativity obviously <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> for those who know, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's that. They are stunning pieces yeah. of been work. A, it's yeah. been a challenge, but it's been beautiful, and I certainly it was a, it was very rewarding for me to, yeah. to get them all out. In yeah, a, no, in well a, done. Congratulations. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I, I, I remember I've seen a lot of your Celtic designs, but I have this on-off relationship with Facebook, yes. so I kind of. Yeah, come yeah, in and out, in come and in and out. out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, I didn't get a chance to, to zip in and see the exhibition. Is there a, do you have them on show anywhere that anybody can see? At, at, this, po at this point in time, I'm working on getting a little uh, a little website together so that yeah. I can actually uh, get them up and going and potentially sell them from the website. And you can also great. see them at the Golden Mirror. You can see them at the Golden ah. Mirror, which is in And Hyatt. you can get a haircut at the same time. There so it's go. like art and hair. Uh, you know, yes. and fiddles, and, and fiddles, yeah, everything, everything you could possibly, require. and everything in between, in, indeed, and free cups of tea, and absolutely, there's always a nice cup of tea. Yes, yeah. well, he makes his own tea. I do. I go at the back and make my own. Well, that's because it's a secret it, formula. Yeah, you know, if you get it wrong, it's because he needs gets his syringe to put his milk in. Right. His, his one drip of milk in his tea. It's just tea. like when I have a whiskey, you know. <laughs> like uh, often, uh, Tony will come up to my workshop. You know, if he's in the area, if he's working nearby, and. You know, and accidentally spill a, a whiskey down his throat. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been known to happen. No, he's there for a wee week. coffee. <laughs> Just this week. <laughs> yeah, we had a beautiful drop this week. I was that 30, 32 year old that I'd opened for my son, and uh, Very I nice. had to let him try it. It was yep. excellent. Well, it's, it's good. I'm glad Tony's here because he, he, he looks like I feel. So, I yeah. Feel I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I've got a brother here in, in arms because I am feeling pretty rough, I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. Yes, it's, uh, look, I mean, uh, from my observation, this podcast has obviously been going for quite some time because you guys 
are so comfortable in this environment. And I don't know whether it's because we're so close to the bar well, I so. or the coffee machine. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah, no, yes. it's, it's, yeah, we, no we do. We, 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 we often do five minutes of talking, 20 minutes of drinking. Yep. But uh, yeah, we don't want to encourage people to um, you know, drink alcohol or anything like yep. that because we are special people and we can tolerate it. <laughs> yes, indeed. But uh, I mean, getting back to just uh, drawing back to the house concerts that we do, uh, we have spoken on a number of occasions to William about uh, perhaps doing a uh, maybe a tribute to Robbie Burns or somebody like that. You know, like a because I mean, this man, a lot of not a lot of people actually get to hear him sing the stuff that he's really passionate about, which is kind of you know some of the early folk music, early Scottish folk music, yep. and he's extremely good at it, so oh, thanks, uh, we're going to try and work, we're going to work on him over the next, I reckon Don't, it might take, what, three months, do you think? Yeah. Tony has been working on this for quite some time. I've been working on Willie for four and a half yeah. to five years and saying, yeah. you've got to do it, but we are, we're, we're drawing closer, I think. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I mean, this, this concert, uh, next weekend, I guess is a step closer. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, we'll come and listen and see if you're okay. Okay. (laughs) See if if we're auditions. Yeah. (laughs) So we are. I'm I'm nervous. I'll be terrible. (laughs) Well, I know because I've got a copy of the uh, the very first Claymore album that's got all the traditional songs on it. All right, on vinyl. Uh, not on no, vinyl. Right. Really. I must what? have gave you on CD. I yeah. did. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, the first what cylinder was it? Which cylinder? Thirty-three. Seventy-eight. It was on a seventy-eight. Pedal first. Oh, Danny boy, you're It's a good. It would be good to see you getting back to your roots. Well, I mean, when I first came to Australia, that, that was it. It was just me and, uh, and and my mate Les Duggan, and yep. that was Claymore. And we played all the coffee shops and all the little folk clubs. Yep, and you had the, the jumpers to show That's how right. you know, dedicated a, folk musicians. Aaron jumpers and yep. Highland jump, Shetland jumpers, you know. <laughs> 46 degrees outside and there's me and a <laughs> fucking Aaron jumper. <laughs> Singing about the summit Actually, far away. The, the day I arrived in Australia, it was 44. Four degrees. It was January the third, way back when, and uh, I walked out of Tullamarine Airport. I, I literally was wearing a white iron jumper Excellent. when I got off the plane. I looked like a sheep farmer from, <laughs> <laughs> from the Isle of Arran. The doors opened and I, I felt like I was stepping into an oven. Yeah. And I've got this big jumper on. My face was bright red. I had long hair. It was all stuck to my face. Oh my god. <laughs> And my wife, Catherine, says, maybe you should have wore a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wise words. Wise woman. Yeah, because actually, yeah. My, mate, my great mate, uh, Quentin Somerville in Glasgow, well, he's not in Glasgow anymore, but he commented, because uh, him and I came to Australia together to work. So just a six-month contract, and I never went back. And we arrived here on the 5th of May. So you're illegal. I'm fully legal now, <laughs> I think. <laughs> don't back. don't tell anybody. Like, not that anybody's listening to this anyway. But, yeah. um, no, we arrived here on May the fifth, and coming from Scotland, May would have been freezing cold. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And here, um, I can't remember if it was a particularly good or bad tail end of summer. But him and I wore t-shirts all the way through the Australian winter, right? Yeah. And people looked enough like we're crazy, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's one hundred percent true. And now I'm probably the. Co- 
coldest person in Australia. Yeah, I hate right. it. I can't I, stand I it. I love it, and oh. I, I still just wear t-shirts. <laughs> no, uh, you know, geez, I'm such a coldie. I well, am. we arrived. It was the middle of June. It was the 17th of June. I'll never forget it. Uh, and um, we got off the plane, and it was it was a beautiful day. You know, a beautiful um, Australian winter's day, maybe 17 or 18 degrees. So you know, just lovely. Yep. And I thought, oh, this is not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then by Christmas, we were all sitting. It was about 36 Dying, degrees. Yeah. My mother had cooked. There's 10 of us in a wee tiny house because that's where we were staying when we first came. Yeah. 10 of us all sitting around this kitchen table about the size of this, about four foot wide, sweating mm. our wee bums off, trying to eat a hot turkey, hot roasted everything. <laughs> it was like you know, it's like why are we here? Why? What? What? What are we doing? We should be home in Ireland, and you know, having snow and Christmas. Anyway, we got used to it. Exactly, quickly. yeah. And I wouldn't, After I wouldn't be anywhere else in the world. I no, still have a great love, love for Melbourne. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. we're lucky I mean, to be here. And we just, we just had the most, the best summer. I think the best summer we've had in 16 years. Well, I've been Victoria, here. yeah, but oh, I mean, the people in New South Wales and Queensland. care about them. But, <laughs> but I do. I'm a very caring person. <laughs> You know, I think about... Have you, got, have you got a show coming up in New South Wales, Willie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on tour. That's it. Claymore and Searshire, lovers of Sydney. Actually, my, my next big tram off to Europe again in July. Yes, uh, mate, well done. July 26th, they head off in the big silver bird. The big uh, paraffin budgie. That's right. So uh, I'm just fingers crossed everything... Uh, Works out, you know. No well, I don't no think there's any going back now, is there? No, oh, I think. No, I shouldn't say I think, that. Yeah, yeah, you just. Sorry, I've got an itchy ear. I have to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> let me. We let can me, edit that. I've never seen anybody do that with their toe before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw the movie My Left Foot. <laughs> so what, with, with Lorient, um, uh, would there be any chance that they would cancel or postpone again? No, no, no absolutely chance. Okay. not. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless oh, yeah. there's a big outbreak of monkeypox, well, yes. of course. Yeah, well, they, exactly. You know, <laughs> so I was listening to Radio Smart and it says that's uh, close personal skin contact. Well, that's a, it's, a, it's a touchy thing, isn't it? So I, would, I guess there's an easy cure for that. Touchy thing. Just yeah. don't touch anybody. Uh, uh, you know, I think they're saying it's you know saliva, oh, sweat, and saliva sweat, yeah. you know, and any bodily fluids. I think ah. people just. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I cool. better change my underpants then. <laughs> <laughs> Contains every bodily fluid known to man. Wouldn't it be terrible if you had a band though called Monkey Pox? <laughs> it's a great name. That's it would be a good name. name. Good name for a band, wouldn't I reckon? I always remember uh, Louis McManus when he was in Claymore, and he, he said to me, "Mate, we should change the name of the band." And I said, "Like to what?" He says, "The Tool-Faced Thugs." <laughs> the Tool-Faced Thugs. Easy for me to say, not. Yes. <laughs> no, that God sounds like something that Louis would would say. Would say yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, how long, how long ago were you playing at the Angel Tavern? Oh, good God! Uh, 32, 30 years. Uh, yeah. More than yeah. thirty yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said you were only thirty-five. I was. I started, started very young. young. Ah. Look at well, this service at the table. Service Thank the you table. very much. That's fantastic. That's Cheers. Another glass of water for Neil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. I'm feeling better now. I'm coming round. You're coming round. I am. Neil, if my water was that colour, I wouldn't be drinking it. Ah, <laughs> that's a pretty healthy looking colour. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not bad. God, <laughs> if my water was that colour, I'd yeah. be worried. Yeah. <laughs> or this cloudy. <laughs> I think I've got a wee infection. <laughs> Can't see. I'm drinking a pot of stone and wood. Which what is are a, you drinking? That looks like a Belgian beer or something. It's a, it's a, it's a wheat beer. I a think. wheat beer. Yeah, it's a, a vice beer. 
It looks like lemonade it with a froth on top. It doesn't taste like lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, it's lovely. Um, they really look after us here at the corner they store. They do, they're and love it. And, uh, you know, that's not that they're going to not give us a bill. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> well, we can almost try and sneak out, but I think given we're sat right opposite the bar, then that's yeah, not going to work, we're is in it? trouble now. Yeah. So uh, I, I stopped you in your tracks. You were talking about the Claymore Acoustic gig. So uh, give us an idea of both of you then. Just, sorry, I'm doing the radio, right. but well, I feel like I'm interviewing you. I try not to do that, but I'm doing it. Um, right. So give us a feel about the number of shows over the weekend that you guys will do. And well, I, think, I think we've got about five Claymore. Right. Yeah. And over we, the weekend. Yeah, and we've got uh, we've got three shows and a singing workshop. Um, but Anthony's also playing with the Bushwhackers, so he'll have a couple of extra. Oh, shows the Bushwhackers are yeah. oh, yeah, Bushwhackers. Absolutely. And Declan is playing with them as well. Yeah. Our son Declan plays yep. drums with the Bushwhackers. Has done for the last few years. So it, that's a really special thing. Um, that yeah. Father and son get to play together in the band. You know, and then I'm sure uh, Bernie and I'll end up in the the singers hush for the singers concert at yes. some stage as oh. well. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we uh, always do that. It, so. it's, it's great. It's great because it is that sort of festival, you know, where, where there, there's lots of opportunity. I think the last time we had a great discussion on, on, um, and it was women in music and how, or, or not so much women in music. It was, it, it was your image within music and right. how to yep. put it forward. Mm. Um, and that was a great forum. Well, we just had actually, and they were all musicians who were involved in the festival, and they came along because, well, I suppose William, myself, and a couple of other people who were there having so much more experience, having experience in event management, knowing how to actually put a show together. Yep. So, you know, even at festivals, it's great that they have forums like that as yeah. well. And then, as, as Willie said, you know, the Hush for the Singers is fantastic because yeah. it's it's like, uh, you know, the Port Ferry. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, everybody comes along, everybody sings. It's all songs that people know. It's joyous. And, and you know, and the audience will yeah. suggest songs yeah. and we point and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never reach that note tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So it's Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. So we need Carrie. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it's it's wonderful. There's lot, lots of wonderful things that ha- and lots of collaborations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Should we mention the Jubilee? Nah. If you didn't want to. No, fuck I don't it. want you I don't want you swearing. No. <laughs> I just did. So right. no we won't. We won't. <laughs> I've lost your yeah button. Where is it now? Not no. Yeah. There you go. I've got that's your yeah button. That's it. Shall we mention the Jubilee? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I was actually very surprised. I was talking to uh, my dear, dear mummy um, the other day, and she, I was surprised to find out they were actually having street parties. And I thought, does people really still care about? Yeah. Even in the UK, I, I, I genuinely was surprised. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I remember '78, the street yeah. parties. Right, I was. Ten, nine. And what were the street parties in '78 for? Well, that because that was a silver. Uh, right, uh, I thought that was the year I left Scotland, and that's what the street parties. Well, were. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. It was, no, I mean, it was a big thing, but people were sort of into the Queen. I and don't that. remember. I remember lining that. the streets by our school, and she drove past with Neil, a false hand waving thing. I think one of, one of the things to remember. There's there's not a lot to celebrate over there, and they no. do well, take true, any actually, opportunity, yeah. and they and they're very big at any, you know. The well, they got the weekend off. They got, got free day off. Weekend, yeah. That's right. But yeah. they do even even in 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 Northern Ireland, um, uh, you know, uh, at certain times of the year when you wouldn't think that they'd be putting. You know, 
it's about the parade. It's about the the pageantry. There's something very uniquely British about that, you know, flag, flag waving. waving. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I probably shouldn't be surprised, but uh, I'm actually more surprised yeah. that most of them are not in jail. But that's another <laughs> subject, anyway. Yes, so. exactly. Well, we'll not go Some there. Of them yeah. Heading that way. Yeah. <laughs> actually, the only jubilee I like is uh, in Scotland when we were kids. A frozen block of ice was called a jubilee. Uh, it was in Glasgow, yeah, wasn't it? It was yeah, it was in Glasgow. Ja- and that's, well, I saw this stuff, the 70th jubilee, I'm thinking, I've ate more than 70 <laughs> jubilees. Uh, I mean, we must have talked about this before. I couldn't I remember think everybody what knows my politics. I couldn't give a rat's arse about the jubilee. No. Her well, you've had a good year because we've got a new prime minister of your mob. Oh, we do, yeah. Now, you know what? You know what the really good thing about it? We now, we now have a minister of the arts. Oh, right. We yeah. haven't had one. Really? The, the the Liberal Party cared not a jot about the arts unless they're going to the opera or something like that. It's a, Right. So don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless it was about, you know, they cared about who was donating what money to keep the, the opera and the ballet going, but they yeah. actually really don't give a toss about, um, you know, the Kilmore Folk Festival. Couldn't give no. a rat's crap. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Labour know? historically are a, are a bigger supporter of funding... Community arts. Well, yeah. And, and which look, is where the arts I'm really not, are. I don't care for any of them, as you, as you well know. I, I think they should all be in jail anyway. Um, along with the royal family, you think clearly. everybody should be in jail. Do they wouldn't Fact, be so busy I think here. If you were in jail, maybe everybody else would be safer, wouldn't <laughs> they? We wouldn't have a podcast. That's, that's it. I've had a couple of wines now. I want to put yeah. everybody in jail. I've got yeah. these great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's a, a you know um, from a from a, from a. From my personal perspective, having more women in in higher positions within the government 100%. is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because women are the mediators; they're the balancers; they're the ones that will actually not jump to a conclusion. They'll think about things calmly, especially you know Penny Wong. I mean, she's she's she's, she's, she's got her head screwed on. So. I like how the three blokes sitting at the table are all staring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I know. Bite your tongue! Bite yeah, your yeah. tongue! <laughs> So, yeah, so I think that, that it, it helps to redress the balance a little bit. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, and it is, there's been a, it's certainly not a pandemic thing, but I think there's given a lot of opportunities where people have changed uh, jobs or changed, yeah. um, you know, the, the things that they used to do or they didn't used to do, done things they've always wanted to do. Mm. And it, you, you can see that there has been a definite shift in companies uh, where a lot of uh, well, more women getting promoted into senior positions. And, yeah. and sport is more, I can talk more about sport. I love my sport. And certainly the amount of women that was lacking in sport was horrific, right? Yeah. Horrible. It's mm. why, why it's such a blokey thing. Mm. There was even somebody yeah. on the radio this morning talking about it. And um, the discrepancies between like the payment for the women and the payment for the blokes as well. Yeah, look, that's yeah, and that that will continue, I guess, to an extent. But uh, yeah, well, look at Osco. Hey? Yeah, from putting everybody in jail to women's rights. Yeah, and, to, to, I know. You're yeah. very eclectic, Neil. Absolutely. No, and all no, I want to like, do is press this button. That's it. That's that, that what we does think it for me. Of, You're yeah. also a big agent. <laughs> that's what we think of the whole thing. We're very international yeah. again today, Willie. So we've got you and I from Scotland. Yeah. We've got Anthony from England. I haven't got a boo button. Hang on. Here's a a, a conundrum for you. We came out here in 1970 um, from uh, Yorkshire, uh, but my parents are both Irish, obviously. Yeah. And having played Irish music all my life and been kind of brought up in that whole uh, dance scene and all that kind of stuff, you know, many's the time I had uh, lots of, you know, people that come out from Ireland and they say, 
you know, like, oh, Jesus, you play great music. And because my father was Irish, and they sort of said, well, so whereabouts in Ireland are you from? And you kind of sit there and look at them as a you know, despondent young kid and say, well, I was, I was sort of born in England. But, you know, and, and there was always that kind of slight awkwardness or hesitancy about, oh, oh. How disappointing. So, and, and this caused me much consternation yeah. over the many, many years. But my old man always used to say that, I used to say, look, I, I kind of find it very difficult. It's like an identity crisis. And he just said, he said, he said just tell them you can't get a canary out of two sparrows. That's right. Which yep. I kind of make, you know, so regardless as to where you're born, I think, you know, there's a, there's a heritage that, uh, and a lineage that sort of goes down the line. Uh, not that I'm, I'm denying uh, my uh, birth uh, place, but I certainly kind of feel more uh, Celtic Irish than I do English because I've been out here since I was six years old. So I guess there's a kind of big part of me that also feels Australian as well. Yeah. I'm just going to say that we've, you know, because I've yeah. been here for 40 years. You've been here for yeah. more than 40 yeah. years, and even though we are very connected to mm. our Celtic roots and we um, respect our heritage, we certainly love Australia. Wouldn't want to yeah. live anywhere yeah, else, yeah, I mean, and, and, and we classify ourselves as, you know, I say oh, I'm Irish Australian, you know, because yeah. I, I most of my life I've lived here, but 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 I, I, you know my my Irish, I suppose. Be, having come from Northern Ireland and having had the, the, the battle behind me, I really have fought very hard to hold on to that sense of Irishness and sense of my Celtic heritage because I didn't want it to be taken away from me to the point where when I first came to Australia, I, I didn't take up citizenship because we had to swear allegiance. To the, to, the, yeah, to the jubilee. Yeah, to the jubilee. To the giant jubilee in the sky. <laughs> the giant oh. jubilee. And, and my father said... He said, not in my lifetime, you know, so that was, he said, we've escaped all that. I'm not coming here, you know, I know we're still part of the Commonwealth, da-da-da-da. He said, but I want to leave as much of that behind me as I possibly can. So that's, you know, that's... But that's one of the great things about Australia is the fact that it is... I guess well, white Australia is made is made up of multiculturalism from all different countries, and the the one the one great thing about this country is it is inclusive of of, of all the different cultures. I mean, I, I know it has its its struggles with the kind of race problems occasionally, but every country has it. But eventually, exactly. we get over that race it takes identity. Takes about ten years. Yeah, you know, we you get over that race years, identity you know, thing, and when we do, all accepting. of a sudden we go, oh wow, well, how good is that? After ten years. Yeah, mm. yeah. So you know, I think. Uh, the more comfortable, you know, the, 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 the longer the time that you're actually in Australia, uh, the, the more relaxed you become with who you are as a person, you know, regardless as to whether it's a, you know, you're Asian, Italian, Irish, Scottish, doesn't, you know, it's great to have a sense of identity, a cultural identity, but as a, as a race of people to be able to call yourself Australian and be proud of it is, 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 is a real privilege, I, I think. Yep. How come you put Scottish last on the list? <laughs> Present company. <laughs> no, I, absolutely well, well said, sir. Uh, no, it yeah. was actually. He's obviously he's got he's on his second beer, so now he's <laughs> making sense. Well done. I've had, I've had nearly sixty years to think of all this. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, great point. I was I was nodding away because Anthony and I are sharing the mic, but um, yeah. that's a, exactly everything about Australia right there, isn't it? You know. Scottish Australian. I'm mm. very proud to be an Australian, and Scotty. I am an Australian yes. on paper. Yes. I'm also officially Scottish. Yes. You know, so it's uh, there's no correlation. If you're going to be any country 
in the world that is with to be multicultural it's australia because yeah. you're the same as everybody you can see around here will yeah. have not everybody but yeah. almost everyone yeah. will have a second third generation right. connection That's to right. europe asia yeah. wherever scotland yeah. ireland yeah. yeah so go australia i think everybody secretly wants to be an australian i think so there's a song in that. There Everybody is. wants to be Australian. Ah, shut up with your face. <laughs> if it's the best furniture you want to buy, <laughs> Franco Cazzo's not far away. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. No. If you say it in English, yeah. if it's the best furniture you want to buy, Franco Cazzo's not far away. <laughs> no, but you said that in Scottish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't <laughs> help it. Yeah. Well, we've got the Irish uh, element here today, the Northern mm. Irish, and a li- little bit of English. So we could have called it Doin under today, yeah. couldn't we? Doin. 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 Yeah, I'm not good at accents Doin. either. Doin. Doin. Doin yeah. under. <laughs> the Northern, there's, Northern there's Islands. There's the, three of us plus so. one. <laughs> Whereabouts in uh, Yorkshire were you born, Anthony? Just like, Leeds. Okay. I lived in Leeds. I lived in South Yorkshire for many years, or I had a house there. I didn't live there very often. Just outside Barnsley. Um, Barnsley. Barnsley. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was watching the Sex Pistols' uh, new biopic on streaming nonsense, and uh, I didn't realise that they played in Barnsley and Dundee as well. I oh, did. They? Yeah. yeah, they did. It's pretty good actually. Johnny Rotten apparently hates it, yeah. but who cares? That's no, pretty good. It's it's good. You were. Uh, I was you a punk. A I'm still a punk yeah, to this he's day. A, he's a, Neil's a punk rocker, you know. I am. Without the Mohican, because yeah. I've got enough hair now. <laughs> I couldn't grow a Mohican of it. Oh, see, if you went to the Golden Mirror, that oh could no. all change. <laughs> Free Mohicans. Yes, we could, we could, we could work something out for you. I've got a big bucket of hair at the back. Oh, yeah. excellent! Right, I might take you yeah. up on that. But half of it's mine. Yeah, and no, it's not. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it's all not yours is still on your head. Half of it's Catherine's. We could give you a weave. A weave <laughs> and a beehive. <laughs> a beehive. Yep. I just noticed, like, the, there's more grey hair at this table now than there, there ever used to be. There is. It's a sad Anthony reality. And I isn't are it? Uh, flying the silver fox flag very well. Well, I, I, mine doesn't show so much because I've got fair hair anyway. But yeah, mine's yeah, very yeah. grey. Yeah. So you can tell me. We can see I'm it I've been a shave for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so much like Grizzly Adams. I'm more like. Rupert the Bear Adams. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. But that's, you know, that's age and maturity and, and you know, all of those things that, that the, the like of yourself and Anthony bring to the table that the young right. people don't maturity? have. Maturity? Mature, yeah, you clearly haven't <laughs> listened to I'm enough episodes of childish. Down Under. Dash has said Down Under, I must be getting yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down Under. <laughs> yes. So normally at this point we would get the Scots magazine out and we read. We would read the I section. Yeah, there's, there's a wee section in the Scots magazine called I. I. Aye. And it's just full of interesting, interesting facts. Interesting facts like. So where is it? So where is it? Well, I, yeah. I kind of forgot it. So, you know. And, yeah. and we just fill up. <laughs> so we're just filler because you forgot the magazines and yeah, you think so you can get us into <laughs> So we're going to get you to make up a few things you think Scots would be interested in. So I'll, I'll give you an example. There'll be, oh, I think of one that was true, but some of them are amazing facts, right? There was one which was the very first um, was a black person to become a teacher happened in Scotland. Uh, this, this is an right. amazing oh. facts, you know, and they are real facts, apparently. Aye. Aye. But it'll do that, and the, the first, it was two Scotsmen that invented the, uh, was it a wine, 
wine yard or something like that? A vineyard and made wine? Oh, I'm not sure. Know, or was it? I know two Scots invented... Clearly it's very memorable, this section that we do. Yeah. Really? <laughs> they invented copper wire. Oh, that's true, yeah. That's yep. right. So one of them dropped a penny. That's right. <laughs> and the two of them were fighting over it. <laughs> it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> Logie Baird, yep. Logie Baird, the, uh, the who invented television? Yes. yes. Yeah. If, I think if you do the top 100 best inventions of all time, about 80 of them will be Scotsmen, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, There'll uh, be a the lot. I mean, I'm exaggerating. Alexander there. Graham Bell, the yeah, telephone. telephone. Yeah. Yep. James Watt, the steam engine. It, was it the, engi- the engineer who designed the uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge? Was, was Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. Was oh, they were amazing engineers, the Scots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shipbuilders. Shipbuilders? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shipbuilder. Ship. Neil's talking off mic Ship. again. Yeah. Say that again into the mic. <laughs> and we'll laugh as if it was funny. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, Shipbuilders. <laughs> I thought they were good builders. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't say that. You can't say what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what is it you can't face? No, no, that's, yeah. a, that's a different joke. This is descending into... Uh, no, 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 see, no, no, no. no wait. As soon as we mention maturity, look what happens. Look what happens. Uh, we turn into children. I thought exactly. I was adding an element of, you know, credibility. <laughs> and sophistication. Sophistication, for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. And it's, it's been lovely. Uh, Having you guys turn well, up and no to you two, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great to see anybody, as I keep saying, but it's great to see you guys anyway. No, but thanks for coming on. This is what we do. We're just sitting here as though we always record it as though we're sitting here having a drink, having a drink, and amongst friends. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's good one. Yeah, in yeah, the exactly. we local is right. Yeah, and you know, we kind of always end up with an hour, an hour and a half's worth of yeah. What well, we only know. What we hope is interesting listening for somebody. <laughs> well, listen, there, there is there is absolutely tens of people have listened to this. Tens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So where do you where do you uh, so what, what, on what platform? Oh, is it's the available podcast? on all platforms. All, all platforms. All platforms. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah. Just get that in there. So if you're at Flinders Street Station, you can <laughs> hear it on platform sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Willie. Uh, the and next train will be arriving on yeah. <laughs> Dununder. Do you actually understand what they're saying when they do? All no, I hear is platform. Yeah. Actually, when what the one of the first times the Claymore ever travelled to Europe, and we were in, uh, I think it was, uh, it was in Paris. We were in Paris, and they have this little chime they play before every announcement. <laughs> And we heard it so much, Grant actually wrote a pipe tune oh, nice. and we call it Dee Doo Dada. As you do. And he includes it in the tune, so you do. That's what I'm looking forward to, when go, going back to Europe and getting on one of those trains, because those trains are fantastic. We went to Lorient in, oh, in the train. and TGV, yeah, uh, like very 50, fast. 50 euros first class. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's great. 335 yeah. kilometres an hour. Yeah. Beautiful. That's amazing. And you, you hardly feel as if you're moving. No, it's great. Yeah. Isn't it? How long does it take to get from Paris to Lorient? Four, Four hours. and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. Hours. That. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it was. Uh, Cheese on toast, I was going to say, but it was croque monsieurs at the buffet. (laughs) The buffet. (laughs) The buffet. Buffet. Oui. Croque monsieur. Yeah, yeah. Avec 
Van Blanc, s'il vous plaît. No café au lait, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm, I'm going to relearn French. That's going to be my... Doing a lot of driving at the moment, so I'm thinking of driving up to Queensland and Sydney, or Sydney, then Queensland. Yeah, because French will week. be useful up there. Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of French Australians. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm Come. thinking of relearning Russian because I'm off to Adelaide next weekend. <laughs> I'm still struggling with English myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should learn this one. Oh, yeah, that's the one you need to learn. That's Ni hao. That's it. Ni hao. Actually, I went to China a couple of years ago and. And it was an amazing experience. Oh, just, really? Just before uh, the pandemic. Oh, sorry, I got all high-pitched there. Oh, really? <laughs> um, I, it was one of those things that when I was a child, my father used to take us as children to the library and we're allowed to pick two books, two books each and yep. off we went. That was a lot of books. He had to take 25 books, some of them, because there's eight kids and he would always have a lot of books. Anyway, one day we were there and he had this big picture book, big, you know, a table book, and he opened it out and across the center panel was the Great Wall of China. Right. And he said to me, if ever in your life you get a chance to go there, go there. He said, and let me tell you, the Chinese will rule the world one day. Oh. The whole world. Yeah. And now, this was 50 years ago. Um, my father was a man of incredible foresight. He said, because the power that they have now is unknown to the rest of the world. Yeah. Even then, he had a concept of it. So anyway, the opportunity presented itself for me to go to China. And I went to China and I went to the Great Wall and I experienced China and it was fantastic. Really? Yeah. But I'd go. never go back there again. No? Right, yeah. I, I, if I was going to go back, I'd like Anthony maybe to see Shanghai yeah. because it's a little bit different from, uh, you know, it's, it's, look, it's, 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 very, it's, it's a little bit more commercial. He would, he would be fine in it. But the, if I was going back to China myself, I'd prefer to go into the more rural areas. They were yeah. beautiful. And you can't do that on your own. It's right. not like you can just go off trekking on your own no. in uh, China. Yeah. It, you have to be with a guide a, a, a guy at all times. Because yeah, so, yeah. I went on, it was a, it was a tour, organized tour that I went on. Yeah. But it, it, the, that was the one thing that I felt there was no sense of freedom at all. You couldn't just go wandering off. And if yeah. we wanted to go anywhere, we had to let our guide know exactly where we were going and what our estimate because I wanted to get a foot massage and I went off I said I just want to I've go I've got one of them at home yeah <laughs> <laughs> seen the pictures <laughs> they told me I wouldn't be able to get a foot massage anywhere because the, I couldn't get that sort of a massage and I was like that's really interesting because you, you don't think about it's not like there was a red light district or anything like that there was nothing like that yeah. but of course obviously there are areas that you oh, that always well, their, their red light districts mean something completely different to well, our red light well, districts that's, that's <laughs> like, but yeah anyway I wanted to yeah, go you need to massage. go to one hung low for that one <laughs> <laughs> did I say yeah. that? You did. Yeah. You that was terrible. That's terrible, yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least you didn't ask the question who flung dung. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was one hung low, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it's it's brother. Um, yeah, so China was a wonderful experience, but yeah. yeah. No, that's well, well, very I've interesting. I've got quite a few Chinese wonderful people. Absolutely I don't amazing doubt it. people. Very intelligent. And yeah, you're, you're right. Every, every, every nation, like, I mean, America's had their kind of their turn at the front mm. Britain had their turn at the front yeah. the Spanish the French you know and the Chinese will come I don't yeah. think anybody's really doubting in fact there was a couple of uh, Australian air pilots that thought that uh, they were getting taken over a couple of weeks ago which has come out today yeah. when they got intercepted by the Chinese uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> air I, I force did, I think I we over over worry about these things ah. they're not coming to that's right they're not yeah. no 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 they're not because 
It's, it's un un unfortunately what's happening, what I can see anywhere is that uh, we're sort of we're we're sort of been not brainwashed, but we're sort of been herded in the direction that there's an evilness yeah. about exactly. China. It's yeah. like the, it's like Iran, you know, like an Afghanistan. I mean, the pe the people in in them countries, uh, oh, just you know, like you and I, they're just like you and me. It's like Ukraine, yeah. Russia. This, Russia's the same thing. I mean, yeah. there's this massive drive on at the moment to isolate Putin. From the Russian people, it's yeah. the first time I kind of think I've seen, seen a leader uh, been, um, I guess, drawn over the coals and, and isolated, rather than the Russians are coming. Yeah. The Russians have been, you know, are unfortunately the, the, the people of Russia have been herded and guided into this war, yeah. uh, whether they like it or not, by a, 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 an egocentric kind of maniac. Yeah. Uh, that's just my take on it. I could be wrong. No, I don't uh, think but, you are. But, but unfortunately, like Bern said, China, is, you know, I mean, one of the main reasons, I, I spent uh, three weeks in Vietnam playing music yeah. uh, quite a while ago, about ten, 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, before we went, we, we had to go to the embassy and, and get the visa and all that kind of stuff. And we got the do's and the dance yeah. when we got there. And that was my first experience in a communist country. Yeah. And when I got there, there was a, a, a quite a few expats that we'd met that were over there, Aussie expats that were living there that had been there since the Vietnam War. Yeah. They never came home. They kind of, there were vets that basically came back to Australia, got treated like crap, and, and, yeah. went, and went, you know what? We're, we've we're got better families. off over there. You know, so they went back and they actually lived and, and developed little businesses and stuff. Interesting. That's a whole story for another time. But the, um, but getting back to. The reason in those countries that they actually, I guess, are so protective of Westerners is that they don't want, you know, you're talking about countries that have got enormous populations, yeah. enormous poverty uh, and desperation in certain areas. And the whole concept, you know, from the time you arrive is protecting you as a person. Yeah. I mean, I know the, the regimes are uh, quite uh, draconian in, 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 in the sense that you know that if if the locals do anything or anything happens that they come down, you know they, they bring in the kind of the, the you know the yeah. secret police and all that kind of stuff. But I found in Vietnam in particular that it was like what they don't want happening is you as a as a Westerner uh, coming to grief in in their country. Yeah, and getting hurt. Yeah. Because because the pe the people in those countries. I mean the Vietnamese and the Chinese. I'm sure you experienced the same Absolutely, thing. Absolutely, they were beautiful they are the people. Most, Humble in India as well. They're the most humble there. race of people that you could possibly ever meet, and yeah. you know they're not aggressive. They're, they're not, not looking to come and take us over. It's no, it's, no. it's the higher ups, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, you're governing governing a country like China where you've got you know two to three billion people that you have to twenty. I don't know how many. Yeah, it's a lot you know, different a lot. to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, when yeah. when there's hardly any space, and literally, like the pandemic in China would be an utter disaster if it got loose and went rampant the way it did in other places. Yeah. Mm, because yeah, well, the, the the closeness of the the amount of people, yes. they're, they're, I, I mean, they're still shut down in some. Yeah, in they? some shut down twenty million know, people. That's yeah. it. Don't leave your house. You know, well, like, yeah. I, I think it's all pretty exaggerated. The whole mm. taking over. You know, it's going to be this. There's going to be a nuclear war with Russia. There's going to be. Yeah. You know, we should be more worried about what's really happening with the, the billionaires taking over. If you want to get into yeah. conspiracy theories and yeah. and you know worse thoughts, so. Um, yeah, let's like all say, just I join hands and yeah, we'll pray think we for the world. We should be more worried about the pandemic or a pandemic or something like that knocking Monkey so pox. many of it. Monkeypox taking over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that the band Monkeypox? <laughs> that's going to be Searsha's next album. Monkeypox, the best of. It's going to be a set of tunes. I can feel the Monkeypox reel. That's it. Dance between the spots. Yeah, I think everyone should. I mean, I, I lived in Saudi Arabia for a year. It's fantastic. People, yeah. yeah. People were just brilliant. I, yeah. I've been very lucky. I've lived in many countries, America and Saudi and most European uh, places, Australia, obviously. Uh, but Drug South, dealers do that. South, yeah, exactly. Southeast Asia. <laughs> mule, if you don't mind. <laughs> that's as close that's to a, a mule as I've that's got. That's a mule. <laughs> Whereabouts in America did you live? I lived in New Orleans, New oh, Orleans, if you've fantastic. lived there. And I lived in uh, Houston, two different occasions. Yeah, so yeah. that was really cool. And yeah, the more you see, you find that you find good people everywhere, right? That's, that's the truth. Saudi, I mean, it, it was pre when all the shit started with two thousand and um, what was it, nine eleven crap and all that, action uh, clock crap. Um, but people were just fantastic, absolutely brilliant. Talking about a hairdryer coming out the airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. that was the uh, the the hottest summer, uh, the hottest winter I ever had was the no, the hottest summer I ever had was the winter. In yeah. Saudi Arabia, that's right. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I was that there true. in, I'd spent five or six days with a girlfriend who's lived there. She's been there since, um, well, she's been there since the building that she lived in was the tallest building there, and it was only 12 stories. Yeah. So that's right. how long. So t- maybe 28, 29 years, 30 oh, yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. Worked for Emirates, so she yeah. had to be based in, in the, the UEA to actually be part of their team. Yeah. So she, she Australian girl, Marion O'Hagan's niece, yeah, yeah. Sandra. Yeah. So I spent a beautiful beautiful five days with Sandra and we did because she has been there so she knows everywhere yeah. you know everything everywhere and like you said it was the middle of uh, their winter 28 <laughs> degrees every oh, day yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I said how do you survive here in the summer well, you, you and do, Sandra said well would you, ju- you move from your air conditioned home to your air conditioned car to your air conditioned work yeah. go shopping in an air conditioned mall yeah Exactly. That's what. That's the way they. Yeah, Saudi. Was, Saudi was forty-one to forty-five every day. Yeah. yeah. Every single day. Yeah. Right. And apart from, I think November it drops a little bit. Yeah. You know, to thirty or something yeah. like that. Mm. But brilliant. And I'll tell you what. Talking about New Orleans, I'd much rather live in Saudi Arabia than live in New Orleans. I don't like right. that place at all. Yeah. Nah, not at all. No. no. I just. It never felt safe. And right. I lo- see. I loved Houston. I love yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. Texan people. Salt of the air. Yeah. Apart from they're all carrying a gun. That's oh, yeah. the yeah, 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 <laughs> But yeah, yeah. it's a concealed gun, and yeah. I don't need to see that gun in your pocket. You yeah. Know? And it's, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I loved Texas. I certainly think they need to do something about the guns. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about the Chinese or the Russians listening to this, but if you mention guns, then uh, the Texans will be all over us. I care not a jot. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Neither of you should. <laughs> Talk about gun control because he does a funny skit on it. I'm going to see Jim Jeffries in a couple of weeks. Are you? Yeah. yeah Do you know Jim Jeffries? He's a, he's a very funny guy. He, he likes uh, using a lot of the swear words that you, you try not to use. <laughs> <laughs> now, he'll be good. So, the Pally. Very good. Um, well, this has been a fun afternoon. It has. We've just hit the hour mark as well, which right, is uh, which about is right. And uh, Tony and Bernadette are uh, hogging their chips, and they smell right, bloody they're good. Not sharing the they're chip. not sharing well, anything. I said you can have a ch- I went nothing, William have a chip. Nothing and they whatsoever. Gave me the I reached dirty over eyes. and just smacked my hand. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't she it? She drew daggers at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you guys have an awesome weekend next weekend. I hope it's. Uh, hope the sun comes out because it. Uh, Port Arlington's right on the bay. 
It is. It's beautiful when the sun comes out. Beautiful, it's beautiful. Fantastic if the weather's nice. It is beautiful. But just bring an extra jacket and a beanie if you're coming down because it does get pretty chilly. We are smack in the middle of winter. It does get pretty chilly at night. And even if it's raining, everything's undercover. All the venues are undercover. You can come inside and listen to some fantastic music and there will be some fantastic music. Guinness, there'll be tenants, yep. there'll be... Oh, there will. And anybody who's listening to this, if uh, if you get yourself down to the festival, look up Willie Hutton, find him and he'll buy you a beer. Indeed I will. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, thank, thank goodness there's only about three people listening Have to this. I mentioned my <laughs> None of them condition. live in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> now look, you're joking about that, but now you've put me in a Willie will buy you a beer, spot. I'm telling you. And he'll, and he'll keep the receipt and give it to me. Because <laughs> he's like that. <laughs> now, have fun, guys. Thanks for coming down today. It's always great to see you guys. It's always great to see you. It's I'm always looking great forward to, to seeing... Uh, see, I haven't seen Searsha. I haven't seen anybody. Actually, Claymore is the only band that I've seen. And Jim Jeffries will be the only other show that I've been at in oh, two well, and a half years. Very, very privileged then, aren't there we? There you go. Yeah. I don't, we've got a nice gig coming up at the Memo. Memo. Yes, yeah. my favourite venue yeah. in the whole wide world. Second of July, so I expect to see you there, Mister. I will be there, Mister Mitchell. Second of July. Second of July. Isn't that when Damien's there? Oh, he's there. No, the seventh. He's, he's there the seventh. Week yeah. after, right? Because I did so. promise I'd go and see Damien as well. Well, you can go twice. It's I your can. favourite venue. Uh, this is my favourite venue. Yeah. I love Mimo Music Hall in St Kilda, Claymore. Second of July tickets still on sale. Yep, it's, absolutely uh, it's, they are. And get get a seated ticket it's it's really the prices are very good there as well yeah, tickets are. tickets are very reasonable yeah i think the seats are 30 35 dollars well like it that. depends on the artist you can the artist for your show i was looking for, at no, your for show. my show they're 300 300 so. right that's why i am on the guest list yeah so if you if you, 300 if you turn up at the door and mention dune under you get yeah. in for free and willie and i'll and buy you a beer <laughs> and he'll buy you a beer as well my ears yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll be there for that one, mate. Good I'll man. I love the Mimo. It's a very, very good venue. Um, yeah, get along. Are you got any guys got any other shows coming up yourself? Yeah, we've got um, we've got a couple of nice things coming up the week after next. After the Port Arlington Festival, we're down at Williamstown. There's a new little Celtic Games. Uh, crew trying to get some, you know, uh, a Celtic Games thing happening. Highland Games, I should say. Highland oh. Games. Uh, so they've got some Scottish bands and they've got oh, Scottish pipe bands and, and a little bit of uh, Celtic music because they want to embrace the Celtic and the, the whole Scottish. Culture. The whole culture. Yep. The whole Celtic culture. So that's happening down at Seaworks at Williamstown and that's, I think, running from about 11 o'clock until about 5 or 6 on Saturday, the 18th of April. And then the week after that, we are at Kilmore Folk Festival, which is um, a nice little country festival, small country festival. Again, get down there and support all the locals. And Claymore will be there too. Oh, yeah, oh, Kilmore as well. Good. You're doing the big concert in the Lapwood. Yeah. Okay, well so done. yeah, so we're in the afternoon, three o'clock, and then on at night with the Kilmore Boys at the concert in the evening. The Kilmore Boys. The Kilmore the, Boys. Sorry, the Claymore, the Claymore Boys. The, I do mean the Claymore <laughs> yeah. Boys and the beautiful Glen Bray Dancer Girls. Uh, yeah, so that's the... Oh, get a, go and see a piece of beauty, because Kilmore's a fantastic place. That's a beautiful festival it's as a well. Lo- yeah, yeah. It's, a lo- it's a small festival, yep. but it is lovely. And then we've got... Um, uh, uh, our next local one coming up for us is at um, Hobson's, the Hobson's store in Sandringham, which is just in Bayside. Yep. Uh, and that's uh, a Friday evening, Friday the 15th of July, 9 to 11. Just rock up, $10 on the door at the night. Couldn't do better than that. See, I've had to ask Anthony for your upcoming gigs. He'd gone, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
think you might have uh, you might have drawn a blank. Yeah. That's what you bl- that's what you get. That's what I get. Yes. It just goes what I he's told. I could go on. Well, I can, I can but play I really fast and lift heavy things. Yes. I know. No, we're. Ju- I, I, you know that it's great, but it's great uh, to have some gigs coming up. And yeah, we're excited because towards the end of the year we've got a couple of trips up to New South Wales to you know lovely couple of lovely little gigs. You can up learn there. French on the we way. We can learn up. French on the way, and then we're going to Adelaide so we can learn Russian. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit Damn. of Chinese. There you go. Uh, thanks, thanks very much, guys. I'll uh, we'll look forward to catching you up on those gigs as we get back to some state of normality. Indeed, I guess uh, until monkeypox comes along and ruins it for us all. <laughs> I love saying monkeypox. I, I don't know, know why. I've, we've noticed. I don't know why. Figured that out, Neil. That's the the word of the two words of the day. Monkeypox. Your monkeypox. All right, folks. Enjoy. I will. Uh, I might even edit this and I'll play out with a little bit of Searsha. That's what I might do. Um, and searsha.com.au S-A-O-I-R-S-E and I know that because I, I had to learn that when I interviewed you. That's right. And First you know question how, everybody asks you is what? How do you pronounce your name? Correct. <laughs> and you what does it, it mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's three questions. How do you pronounce it? How do you spell it? Yep. What does it mean? So yeah. it's Searsha, S-A-O-I-R-S-E, and it means freedom in Gaelic. It certainly does. Well, we'll set ourselves a little bit of freedom today. Now that the rain started in sunny Melbourne, not so much. Willie, always a pleasure, pal. It's been Neil, two years it's of been doing under. Two years of doing under. We should Woo! have a drink to celebrate. We should. <laughs> you haven't got monkey pox. I don't have, have monkey pox. Excellent. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. I've got rat pox. <laughs> uh, thanks, all right, both We'll say a goodbye from Anthony. Yes, goodbye, and God bless all your listeners. Thank you for listening. Well done, mate. Goodbye, Bernadette. Goodbye. Thanks for having us, Neil. Thank you. And Willie? Goodbye from me. Goodbye from Willie. And goodbye from Neil. Thanks very much for listening to Dune Under. We'll be back in probably about three months if there's another pandemic. Well, well, we need to get another one in before I leave to to Uh, Europe. To to Europe, yes. Now, we'll do that. It's it's only June, isn't it? It's only June, yeah. We've got plenty of time. All right, we'll try and get another one in uh, next month. That's what we'll do. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks, everybody, for listening to Dune Under. We want this. And that, we demand a share in that, and most of that, some of this, and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed, and all I had was me undies on, and I walked out the front, and... G'day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie.